0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, September 20th. Nearly 70% of American households have a pet. That's according to the 2021 National Pet Owners Survey. And most of these pets are dogs. In Moab, we know that people are not just enjoying their dogs in their homes, but also out on local trails. This goes for residents and visitors. And just like hikers, bikers, and motorized enthusiasts, dogs can have an impact on the environment. Reporter Ashley Button explores these impacts and what some people think we can do about it.
1: Locally, Arches and Canyonlands National Parks don't allow dogs on the trails. So when dog owners want to visit national parks, they take them to doggy daycare.
2: This is our active uh,
0: dog yard, so it's recommended for medium-large, young crazy uh, playful dogs that's Katie
1: her doggy daycare Moab National Bark takes in as many as 13 dogs a day Katie's doggy daycare is slightly offsetting the impact of dogs on Moab's trails but outside of the national parks there are not as many restrictions on where dogs can go that has some people concerned
2: I'm Jane Belknap. I'm a USGS research ecologist. I work here in the Moab USGS office and study mostly soils.
1: Jane is the premier scientist on the study of cryptobiotic soil.
2: Hopefully people have been made aware of the cryptobiotic soil crusts that are really critical in holding this place in place.
1: And what happens if the the soil is damaged, or the crust is damaged, and particularly with dogs? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you
2: know, it doesn't matter what does the damage. It's any compressional force. So a footprint, a tire, a dog print, anything, wildlife, it doesn't matter what makes that imprint. But what it does is break the filaments up that are holding the soil together, and so it makes it far easier... For the wind to blow it away.
1: Once the soil is damaged, Jane says whether or not that ground and the soil can be replenished depends on the rainfall. And in the southwest, we've been in a drought that has been worsening. So the
2: cyanobacteria, which are the little fibers in the soil that you are microscopic and you can't see very well, they come back quite quickly and they'll make it look okay. The thing is though, what used to be there was probably mosses and lichens, and they're much, much slower to come back. And some of them don't come back. But I think it's really critical to just reduce the damage because we don't, you don't know how long it's gonna take um, to get things back, because you you know, we know we're headed for drier, hotter times, and so everything is gonna take more time to recover.
1: So not only do dogs leave prints on soil, but they also leave waste. And not every dog owner picks it up.
2: I'm very familiar with um dog poop.
1: Sarah Malnikoff runs a local nonprofit that cleans up public lands. Sometimes it's her job to pick up dog waste their owners have left behind. Depending on which trail she's cleaning and the time of the year, Sarah says that she could pick up pounds of dog waste in one day.
2: So when I'm walking around, I I have this bag you see here, and I have a plastic bag i put on my hand, and I pick up the excess poop. It would be nice if everyone picked up their own dog poop.
1: Jane, the soil scientist, has also noticed this issue.
2: You go to some of these more used trails, and it's just dog poo after dog poo after dog poo.
1: But it seems that dog waste is not the only concern locals are having in Moab. There's a growing concern about human waste being left at many of the trails people frequent with their dogs. Sue Sternberg and I spent about 45 minutes walking around a remote trailhead where she pointed out toilet paper and waste that wasn't far from a toilet. There's more disintegrated, disgusting toilet paper. And a lot of times it just blows off from the original feces. There's some on the left. Um, and it's amazing. There's remnants down there. It's amazing how much there is. Sue is a dog trainer, behaviorist. But recently, however, she had to employ the help of a veterinarian to understand her dog's body language. The dog had consumed human waste with cannabis in it. If you know dogs at all, um, it's they are. They will eat human poop if they get a chance. It's a disgusting habit yet but it's you know it's risky and with the legalization of of uh, marijuana. um, I know I was reading online that veterinarians um, everywhere are seeing an uptick in um, the toxicity dogs coming in with this um, mm, problem. Moab veterinarian Scott Dolgano knows more.
0: The practice here in Moab
1: Mill Creek Animal Hospital I would say during the camping season, we see two to five cases a week of dogs that have the symptoms of marijuana toxicity. There are not a lot of options in Moab for places to take your dog if you're looking to keep it off the trails, reduce its impact on the cryptobiotic soils, protect it from human waste, or from spreading its own. There's the Moab National Bark, and now there are some people who are offering their homes by listing themselves on Rover.com as dog babysitters.
0: I wasn't a huge fan of leaving my own personal dog at daycare centers because he didn't do great in large in like large dog settings. So I thought this is exactly what I would want to bring my own personal dog to, a smaller, I'm capped at three dogs a day.
1: Dog babysitters in Moab, like Ashley Byrne, are hoping to help care for dogs which means reducing the impact of dogs on Moab's trails by paying attention to where they go and by picking up their waste.
0: So I'm super conscious of our impact out on the trails when we're hiking, so I'm always picking up the dog's waste. I'm always keeping them on trail. They're not running off and trampling all over the cryptobiotic soil. Um, I try to be really conscious of how we're impacting the ecosystem here in Moab. I'm certainly not anti-dog. I have a dog. But
2: my plea would be for people to think of dogs as front country things. That we only have dogs where there's high-use areas. Because when we take them into lesser-used areas, they're going to wander off. And they're going to have footprints wandering off. And there's a lot of dogs.
1: That's soil scientist Jane again. In Moab, dog sitters say the need for care for dogs is growing. They're receiving more and more requests by visitors to watch their dogs. But with more dogs coming to Moab, it seems boarding dogs is a limited solution here.
2: If you think about Moab 10 years ago, there were nowhere near as many dogs. Now it's just everyone has a dog. It's astonishing. And they're bigger dogs. They're not little dogs. And those bigger dogs have a huge impact on the surfaces. So we're not going to not have dogs. We love dogs. We're not going to not have dogs go outside. We love to have dogs go outside, and the dogs love to be outside. So what we need to do is think of them just like we think of multiple use. There's places we allow ATVs. There's places that we allow bikes. There's places we don't allow bikes. So we need to think carefully about where we want to have dogs off leash and where not. And if they're going to be in the backcountry, they really need to be on a leash and kept onto a trail. If they're gonna be in the front country, you know we're never going to not have dogs off the leash. And so I think my quest is to have everyone think carefully about where they have their dogs off leash and realizing they're doing just as much damage as if they were out there doing that same thing. I think we're really aware of ourselves and not walking off the trail, but we're not thinking about what the dogs are doing when they walk off the trail.
1: For KZMU News in Moab, I'm Ashley Bunton.
0: And that's the KZMU News for Monday, September 20th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.